Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. The Twins hit eight doubles off Reds pitching Saturday night and went on to beat Cincinnati 7-3 to even the three-game series at a game apiece. Luis Castillo made his final start before the playoffs and he struggled through his four innings on the mound. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Tough one tonight. Uh, the Twins were certainly able to find the gaps as they beat the Red 7-3 at Target Field Cowboy. It just seemed like everything that Red's pitching threw up there, Twins hitters hit into the alleys. Well, it was painfully, obviously, painfully obvious to me early in the ball game that Luis Castillo was in a, in a bad arm slot. Uh, everything was flat, and even though you may get through it, you know, the first couple of innings seemed like uh, maybe it was going to be all right, but when the ball is is just running and not not really have some zip to it, uh, it just made for an is- a bad issue. And there was never it never a point in time where he was able to correct it. And a four inning start uh, that that's just not what you expect from Luis Castillo. And that is something that the Reds have to. I mean, must correct before we head into the postseason. Well, it's going to be a big one tomorrow. The Reds have a chance to lock up a winning season. You feel pretty good about going into the postseason with a winning record. Sonny Gray is going to be the guy to do it to try to get the Reds their fifth straight series win as well. Well, I I like the fact that Sonny is getting an extra start. Um, I would hate for him to to be on the injured list, have one start, pitch five innings, and then all of a sudden he's thrown into the thrust of the adrenaline that that goes with a playoff issue, but I, I'm, I'm happy that he's going to get the start tomorrow. Uh, I, I think it'll elevate the team a little bit. And I, I, I think if you're a player, you want to you finish the season with a winning season. Uh, and 500 is not a winning season. Well, we'll see how it goes tomorrow afternoon. First pitch is scheduled for 310. Yid, back to you. Now to the highlights. The Reds wasted no time getting on the board Saturday night. Shogo Akiyama led off with a single against Michael Pineda and promptly stole second base. Jesse Winker then walked, and Joey Votto brought home the first run. Two on, nobody out. Pineda, the right-hander, sets. Check second. Back to the plate. The 2-0 pitch. Votto swings and hits a bullet right between the second baseman, Arias, and shortstop, Polanco. Akiyama's around third to score. Winker's into third. Votto into second. It's an RBI double 
for Joey Votto to put the Reds on top one to nothing. One out later, Mike Moustakis got the second Reds run across the plate. Kind of takes a voice out of the middle of your locker room. Here's the 0-2 pitch, and Moustakis sends a fly ball toward the left field corner. This should get the run home. Eddie Rosario sets up, catch is made. Here comes Winker to the plate. The throw offline, and Winker will slide in safely. 2-0 Reds on the sack fly by Moustakis. Votto stays at second. The Reds tack on another run. The Twins quickly got one of those runs back in the bottom of the first off Luis Castillo. Luis Arise reached on a one-out double, and with two outs, Nelson Cruz brought him in. Now Nelson Cruz takes low and outside for ball one. What a year he's having. 309, 16 homers, 32 knocked in. There's no question that he's the Twins MVP. But he's fourth in the big leagues with his OPS over 1,000, and this pitch is lined to right. That's a base hit. It'll score a rise from third, and Nelson Cruz has his 33rd run batted into the year. It's now 2-1 to one Reds. In the bottom of the third, the Twins took the lead off Castillo because of three straight doubles. Max Kepler started it off with a double to center. A rise was next up. Castillo turns it loose, and it's lifted high into the air, deep to left field, and it is off the base of the wall. It looked like Akiyama lost it momentarily. When it hit the wall, he that's when he turned around to go get it. Akiyama broke back and turned around towards the infield, looking towards the infield. The ball hit behind him, and then he spun back around and went back to get the baseball. And I don't know that that ball, we're tied at two. And then Eddie Rosario gave Minnesota the lead. A little bit of a flip-flop here tonight with a rise in the lineup. Fastball lifted high into the air. Deep right center field. Goodwin back looking up, and it is off the wall. And that is another double, and the Twins have taken a 3-2 lead. Three consecutive doubles with one out. Here against Luis Castillo. And as I mentioned earlier, those mechanical issues, when you can't straighten them out in mid-game, flat pitches that are up go a long way. And that's what we're seeing right now. In the fourth, Castillo gave up another double, this time to Marwin Gonzalez. He moved to third on a ground out and then scored this way. Reds are looking for their third straight win. Snapped the Twins win streak at four last night with the Reds. Postseason clinching win. The pitch way inside. Castillo coming home to the plate as the ball gets by Casale, but the feed is just late. And in safely is Gonzalez on the wild pitch. Castillo got the last out of the fourth, and his day was done. Four innings pitch, six hits, four runs, no walks, and four strikeouts. Anthony DiSclefani took over for Castillo in the fifth, and as Jeff mentioned during the broadcast, DiSclefani is fighting for a spot on the postseason roster. He gave up a double to Max Kepler to start the inning, and then Luis Arise did it again. Running around the bases on his double, the pitch. Fastball elevated, hit well to left. Akiyama's going back, and that's off the base of the wall. It gets wedged between the warning track and the pads, and Arise into second base. He has his second run batted in on his third double of the night. After the first, the Reds really couldn't do anything off Michael Pineda. They put a runner on base in the second and couldn't score. They put a runner on base in the third and couldn't score and then went down in order in the fourth, and that was the end of Pineda's night. Tyler Clippert set the Reds down in order in the fifth inning. Cody Stashak did the same in the sixth. He gave a back-to-back hits to Goodwin and Farmer to begin the seventh inning, 
Those were Cincinnati's first two base runners since the third. Casale then struck out, and Cody Stashek was replaced on the mound by lefty Taylor Rogers. Nick Castellanos then came to the plate to pinch it for Akiyama, and he got the Reds one run closer. The 0-2 ripped into left center field. That's a base hit. It will come down quickly. It will score Goodwin. And, folks, the Reds are putting a rally on here in the seventh. It's now a 5-3 ball game. Aristides Aquino was then hit by a pitch to load the bases, but Joey Votto struck out and Suarez grounded out, and the threat died. Di Sclafani came back out to pitch the seventh inning. He gave up three hits in a row and a sacrifice fly, and suddenly it was 7-3. The Reds went down in order in the eighth, and then again in the ninth, and that was that. Here are the totals from Saturday night for the Twins. Seven runs on ten hits, no errors, three left on base. Cincinnati, three runs, seven hits, no errors, seven left on base. Clippard, the winner in relief, he's two and one. Castillo takes the loss, he drops to four and six. No home runs in the game. Game time, three hours and six minutes. And with the win, the Twins go to 36 and 23 on the season. With the defeat, the Reds are now 30 and 29, which means they need to win on Sunday in order to have a winning record for 2020. Time to hear what Reds manager David Bell had to say about the loss after the game. David, after such an emotional win and you had some of these must-win games, is there a, a little bit of a natural letdown tonight? Um, you know, I was pretty um, aware of that. Um, you know, not really. You know, I felt like we were – we had some opportunities early. We, we jumped out. Um we had an inning there later in the game where we had an opportunity to, you know, want it back. It was a little bit different or something. We, you know, we, we were into it. Um, I was, like I said, I was really kind of aware of, of that all day. And um, I didn't, I didn't sense that, you know, I think uh, we still understand the importance of these games and um, yeah, um, we definitely competed and, you know, both teams still have something to play for and it's, it's better like that. You know, we need to, keep playing that way, um, you know, tomorrow as well. Um, it could affect a lot. So um, we'll come back out and play hard and, and do everything we can to get a win tomorrow and see how it all shakes out. Did it, did it look to you that the rain was starting to affect Castillo's uh, command or ability to get certain pitches over? I don't know if it was the rain, it, but I agree. His, uh, you know, he's just been so good. Um, recently that um, he just wasn't wasn't as sharp tonight um, good hitting team but uh, you know we know when he's on um, it doesn't really matter who, who he's facing he can he can dominate and tonight just wasn't one of those nights um, you know he kept us in the game and, and he was still good um, uh, but uh, he definitely got his work in and, and he'll be ready to go next week um, so all in all um, not not a bad night for Luis. The 2020 regular season comes to an end on Sunday afternoon as the Reds and Twins play one more time. Right-hander Sonny Gray goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He's 5-3 and three with a 3.73 ERA. Lefty Rich Hill will pitch for Minnesota. He's 2-2, two and two, his ERA 3.27. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 2.40. First pitch is set for 310. And again, the final score from Target Field on Saturday night. It was the Twins 7 and the Reds 3. And with your Reds Radio Recap, I'm Dave Armbruster. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.